4. We started a series last week on Sunday morning and uh, skipped over this morning with another direction and just feel to get back to this tonight again. But, uh, wow, testimonies tonight, just so much what, uh, what we're going to be teaching on tonight. And uh, Mark 4, we started last week talking about when the tough get going, or when, when the going gets tough, and uh, the battles that we're fighting. And, um, hallelujah, we uh, have to understand that when I start talking about the battle, my heart's desire is to encourage you tonight. Like I said last week, to put courage in you for the battle. I can't say anything to you that's going to take the battle away. If you pray real hard to God take every battle away from me, and He answers that, you're going to open your eyes in heaven. Amen? Because that's the time the battle's over for us. But here we're going to go through some things. And uh, my desire is to encourage you. But I do get wound up because I like the devil to know he's under our feet. And I know that whatever you're going through and the trying times that you're facing, I, 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 I don't want the devil to ever get an advantage over any one of us. And faith sometimes just gets us wound up. But we're turning to Mark 4. And uh, let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being so good, and thank you for everything you've already done in this service tonight. Thank you, Lord, as we worship you to be able to feel your presence in such a tangible way. And Lord, to know that you're with us, and know that, Lord, even when the times are tough, God, that you fill us with your strength. And Lord, you help us to be overcomers, to have victory in battles, God. Teach us tonight. Teach us tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Mark 4, verse 5, says, Some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth, but when the sun was up, it was scorched, because it had no root, it withered away. If you drop down to verse 16, Jesus expounds unto them the parable. Verse 16 says, These are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. God bless you. You can be seated. I have... uh, told you often, I know some of you are new friends, and I thank God for you, And uh, but I've seen people get themselves in such a bad way, and you've heard me say it already, there have been times where I've seen folks lose battles, and sadly in my heart, no matter how Poorly, they responded to the trial they were facing. As a pastor, I thought, God help us when we really face trials. 
Because sometimes we can be so spoiled in the goodness of God that sometimes if we just stop for a moment and, and, and pray and really get our flesh under subjection, we'd realize sometimes life just isn't so easy, is it? Sometimes bad things happen at bad times and it's not the devil. Flattening your tire when you're really running behind, it might just be you should have been running not so late. <laughs> and maybe you should have looked at those tires that were wearing down trying to get a couple more miles out of them. Oh, don't blame me for it. Well, don't blame the devil for just leaky roofs and amen. Leaky ceiling tiles. <laughs> but uh, but there is a devil. And he is fighting. And uh, I know there's a lot of times people have asked me questions even within the last few days. Things they're seeing uh, in, the, in the news or in the fake news. I'm not sure which one. Well, what about this? And what about that? And, and could this be uh, the book of Revelation being fulfilled? And, and I say, well, God's got all that in His hands. What about what the devil's trying to do in you? Amen. Don't get distracted. The enemy's fighting. And I believe God is so much bigger than our enemy. And even when I'm under... The attack of the enemy, I'm, I'm saying, God, I'm listening to you. God, you lead me and you guide me in battle. And you help me learn what I need to learn. Because the devil, you, you just got to... Well, like the Bible says, don't be ignorant of his devices. Right. Devil's got a space to, to work in this world, but God's got a plan Amen. to get us to heaven. And there's nothing the enemy can't do, meaning evil, that God won't intend for good. So i got to look for that and realize, hey God, what are you doing in this? What are you trying to do in this? And when you figure out that God is bigger than your battle, and you find His plan and His purpose to settle you and establish you and teach you, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, He teaches our hands to war. That means that i got some lessons to learn. I better learn how to fight the devil when he comes against me. No matter how much you pray, no matter how much people pray for you, that doesn't mean it's going to be an easy way. You show me one man or woman in the Bible full of faith that had an easy path. But they knew how to exercise faith. They knew how to keep the enemy under their feet. We're reading about the stony ground here. The Bible talks about those that are receiving the Word. And there's different kinds of grounds, which mean different kinds of hearts. Stony ground is very, in one way, discouraging because you see somebody and it seems like it is springing up in them immediately. They hear it, they love it, they're excited about it. But trouble comes. The sun starts beating down on them. Affliction. Trouble. Sometimes it's persecution because they're Christian. Oh, why are things happening to me? I'm living for God. Read your Bible. Sometimes it's because you're living for God. The enemy fights you. 
The enemy comes against you. The people that are following the enemy try to pull you down, drag you down. Don't let that pull you down. Bible says if you don't have depth in your faith, you're going to wither up and die. You'll lose the battle. It's going to show you. It's going to reveal in you. See, I I disagree. I'm not saying there isn't maybe a a bit of truth in certain circumstances. But generally speaking, I've heard people say so often that uh, the fires of trouble, the the, the tests of, uh, of the battle is what really makes the man or woman. It's what forges soldiers in that fire. I disagree with that. I believe more often than not, the fires reveal the child of God's faith. I'm not saying we don't have things to learn and to grow in that we sure do. But I'll tell you, your faith is going to be strengthened in times of just day by day, digging in the Word, day by day, faithfulness, day by day, tuning your ear to the Spirit of God. Are you hearing me? And when the battle comes, then you're ready for it. You don't know how or when the devil's going to fight you. But the one that has the stony ground is the one that has been cruising by. Saying, I'm going to live a bare minimum. Try to, try to just, just get by. But when the pressure is applied, the fire reveals what's really going on. Uh-uh. The, the day-by-day dedication. God's letting you know. There's no sliding by. He loves you too much. So why isn't it just easy? Because God wants you to look at your life and say, Hey, why are you weak? Why do you struggle? Where is your faith? Well, where does it come from? It comes with a daily walk with God. You can't, you can't win battles. Play in church. You can't win battles when folks are shouting and dancing and, and, and feeling the presence of God, putting your hands up while your mind is going 100 miles an hour in the wrong direction. I know what I feel in God. And I know there's times where we'd be embarrassed and ashamed to, to, to admit that our hearts aren't just fully focused on God. Amen. God's trying to let you know before it's too late. Hallelujah. This walk with Him is, is, is able. It's able to overcome every battle. What God has given us, it doesn't take extra credit. It just takes a falling in love with Jesus. You're going to make it. You've got blessed assurance. Amen. You know, God's going to take you through, but you can't play games. You can't have this idea, well, maybe I'll, I'll give half my heart. Or maybe, you know, I don't have to give it all to God. You're going to fail. You're going to get hit and it's going to take you down without what God has given you day by day. You find out. You find out when you get hit. Have I been just trying to slide by? Or am I ready? Am I ready? Be better to wake up now than wake up. After the trumpet has sounded. You find out. If you're wise, you'll, you'll be honest with yourself. You find out about yourself. When the pressure is on, where does my mind, where does my heart, where do my words start to go to? Me, my discomfort, my problems, what I like, what I wish, or God's kingdom still 
first and foremost in your life. I can't help. I know, I know Sister Emily would rather I don't mention her, I'm sure. But I'll tell you what. I was just sharing with somebody, Sister, the other day. They were saying, wow, it must be tough. And I said, oh, no doubt, no doubt. I'll tell you, when she was going through the horrible chemotherapy sessions and sometimes so wore down she was missing church, it, it was, uh, Sister, how you doing? Was so-and-so in church? Did they pray? What about so-and-so? How are they doing? How did you, did, did, how did this go? How did that go? You could hear the excitement in a tired, beat down, uh, Sister saying, oh, this is, this is what it's about. I'm praying for them. Let them know I, I can't wait to see them in church. That's the way a child of God fights battles. When you're going through the battle, when you're going through the hard time, you start getting self-focused. You find out, is it God's kingdom or a lover of self? Is it God's kingdom? Is it what God wants in you? Or are you all of a sudden getting this, the, the self-preservation mode? Hey, God's got you. God's got He's going to take you through. When you find out, you find out when you have faith when trouble happens. Amen. Everybody's saying, oh, what's coming up? Are, they, is it, is, is, are we going into another pandemic again? Oh, he said the P word. Listen to me. Listen to me. I told you before. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? You, you find out when, 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 when the pressure's on. It, it, it's, you can't say, I've got victory over fear. I've got victory over the devil. When everything's going well. And then the devil just says, boo. And we get scared to death. of Oh, no. This is where your walk matters. This is where it reveals day by day. Day by day. Just every opportunity, every prayer meeting is, is real. It's genuine. It's not just a routine. Oh, you pray and, and you go, but, but I'm not going through the motions. I'm looking at my own life every, every day. It's, it's, it's one thing to say, do I go to church? Do I read my Bible? Do I pray? Those are good. That's so good. Yeah. But, but listen to me. I ask myself when I do. Where's my mind? Where's my attention? Where's my heart? Amen. Am I putting my heart into this? Because that's my strength. You can read your Bible every day. You can pray every day. You can fast. And you can be in the church and still have a shallow, stony ground experience. That's what it is. It's not the wayside. It's the stony ground. It's shallow. It's... Well, I praise God, but I didn't really praise God. Amen? I, I prayed, but did you really pray? Hello? Did you really pray? Oh, I was so distracted. You need to learn how to fight distraction. Nobody here, if you're doing well, you fight distraction. Amen. How many services? People say, oh, there was just some kind of distraction in that service. Well, let's be honest. If there's a distraction, the one who's trying to lead the service is feeling it more than anybody. Oh, see, I felt it. I don't know if you felt it. That's that's not so spiritual to know that there's a battle going on. 
The spiritual ones say, you know what I did about it? You know, I pressed a little harder. You know, I pushed a little harder. You know, I did everything to overcome it. You know how I still heard from God? You know how I still felt God? Because God's bigger than that. When you have faith and you realize God lets some things like that happen. God's not, oh, oh, I had plans and dumb devil ruined it. You know what, brother so-and-so was just not doing right and I want to do a lot, but I guess I'm going to have to wait. No. That's when soldiers step up and say, hey, you know what? I know what to do. I know how to do this. I know how to fight this. Amen. I'm going to overcome. I'm not going to let the devil steal what God has for me. That's, that's what having church is about. Amen. That's what living for God is about. Amen. God bless you. You know where it happens. We've, it happens in our minds, doesn't it? Bible talks about it. About those imaginations that we ought to cast down. Amen. When the enemy starts fighting you and you, whoever, we all have them. We all, we all face the same day. You say, oh, well, it's hard for me. Endure hardness like a good soldier is what God told the church. So what you must realize is... It's hard for us to. But you got to learn how to endure that. Say, well, people don't care. I, I tell you what, I, I'm, every battle I have, I don't always have people checking on me and, and asking me how I'm doing. Thank God for people that do. But, I, but you know what? Hallelujah. That's, that's just beautiful when that happens. But, but the focus is, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to let any excuse... And your mind, if you allow it, will take you in a bad direction. That's why the Bible says taking captivity. Every thought. Amen? Amen. Bringing it into captivity. Every thought that is disobedient. You've got to make it, make it obey you. Well, praise God. You will have the most foolish thoughts come into your mind. Well, praise God. That will distract you from your part. Listen to me. Why does the devil fight you? Did you ever think that for a minute? Why is he fighting you? What's the point of his attack? Something to think about. Try to figure out what the devil's trying to do. Well, he wants me to have a bad day and be sad. That's self-centered. That is so carnal. I had a bad day. I feel bad. So that's the devil. I'll tell you what. That is not even the tip of the iceberg. The devil's trying to get you down to where you doubt God enough that your prayers are weak. Your health is non-existent. That the effect that you can have against his kingdom is nullified. Because God wants to work through you to bring glory to God's name. Amen. And the devil knows that if he can destroy, you can still be glorifying God. You say, well, I'm kind of, kind of, what did you say, mopey today? You can still pray mopey. Oh, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Listen, go to God and love him anyhow. Amen. Did, was Job a hypocrite when he worshiped God in sorrow? Why isn't that hypocritical? Because worship does not equate to you having the right emotions. 
you worship God because He is worthy. Amen. Well, I don't feel like it. You should, you've not worshipped God the first day in your life if all you've done is done it, did it because you feel like it. You worship God because He is awesome and amazing. Not because you feel like in a worship mood. Amen? That's what the devil tries to do. Get you to follow your moods and your emotions. Put Him under your feet. He's a liar. He's lied to you. Well, praise God. You can, you can be going through a hard time and still loving God. I've seen some of you dancing and shouting and just touching God tonight. God bless you for that. That's worship. It's, it's not dictated by the, the direction of uh, the winds of problems. Amen. But you allow You start getting into your mind and your feelings and it's all about you rather than all about the kingdom of God and the battle that we're fighting. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'll tell you, when somebody come around and say, well, you helped me, you blessed me, when you were struggling, you know what? You're going to say, thank you, Jesus. Right. You're a soldier then. Yes. You're a soldier then. Amen. When you're in this, not because it's easy, because it's right, and you've right. got, like David, you understand the purpose, the cause. Yes. Is there not a cause? Amen. Amen. Listen, it's not going to get easier. Right. Amen. We're going to fight battles. Yes. We've got to learn how to fight and be Winners, overcomers, more than conquerors, the Bible says. We cannot, listen, as a team, a lot has been said about the family of God here. And all I can say is, wow, thank God. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's a miracle. It's such a miracle. You can just go ahead and enjoy it, but I'm just going to sit back and say, wow, look what the Lord has done. But I tell you, the enemy will fight that. Because listen to me. Let me tell you something you already know. Some of you don't, don't even care. It's not your focus. Thank God for you. But no team is perfect. No team has 100% strength all across the board. Your brothers and sisters will stumble. Amen. That's when you have to have the focus of a soldier... To realize that we're in this together. And not let your mind just go. I, I, I don't understand how much I've seen over the years of just trouble and problems going on in the house of God. And people just lose their minds. Again, I don't think people really get their hearts and souls into reading the Word of God. To realize that from the, just the beginning, there's always been problems with God's people. But that does not mean we give up or give up on God or give up on one another. We step in and we say, hey, I'm going to bless. I'm going to help. I, wanna, I know what I'm in this to do. I know what the cause is. Praise the Lord. I've... I don't know how many times over the years just fighting the battle, loving God, and and all of a sudden someone who's we're not just talking about just any old body drifting into church. Talk about saints of God, pillars in the house of God. All of a sudden, that battle in their mind. There's a problem. There's a battle. There's a struggle, and all of a sudden, suspicion of 
of people against them, and and they don't care about me. They don't love me. It's just it, it overcomes them, and that's the devil. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's just you got to have victory over your mind. Cast down those imaginations. No team is perfect. But we will never accomplish the will of God in this last day by beating up on one another when it gets tough. Amen. I know, I know, I know we're dealing with a, a, a messed up world that we have come out of and still have to deal with because we're still in it. We're not of it. Amen. And we've we've experienced a lot of hurt and betrayal, loyalty in families and in churches and in whatever arena of life is. It's it doesn't seem to even even exist sometimes, does it? So it's easy to. But I'll tell you, we we need to hang in there for one another. Amen. We need to be praying for one another. We need to be a friend. Like Jesus has been a friend. I know. I know I've been criticized and accused. Why, why are you even praying for them? Why do you even care anymore? Why would you even reach out to them anymore? I don't want to be a fair weather friend. It's not about me and what people can give me and how people can bless me. It's maybe this is the last chance I get to show them how good Jesus is. Lift it. What do we read there in our te- in one of our scriptures from this morning about our words? That no corrupt communication would proceed out of our mouth, but every word ministering grace to the hearers, every word edifying one another. That takes somebody who's saying, you know what? I'm going to take the simplest thing. Something so basic, something so fundamental that I hardly even think about things I say. Start thinking about it. You'll do better. (laughs) Start thinking about how can we bless somebody. I tell my wife sometimes. I, I, I shake my head. And I say, you know what, if people would stop, and I'm not suggesting you do, and just say, hey, why did you say it like that? Why did you do it like that? People don't think about it, but you know what? I do. Sometimes I'm very direct. But the words that I use, let me just say it this way. When someone can take your words and walk away from Jesus because of how you said something and blame you for their eternal state of being lost it'll cause you to pray and say God help me to choose my words whether that's in a message or in an office or on the phone or in a text message I want to make sure I don't say something that tries to make me make you feel like I think you're stupid try to I, I say things that will try to tell you the truth but I want it to lead you to something better amen That doesn't always mean it's always nice, but it sure means that it's going to be edifying. Amen. Some of you got to let that sink in. Sometimes you look at what Jesus was saying. It wasn't always just just peaches and cream, was it? But it was it was to it would help them if they'd listen. It was the truth in love. We all need to think about how can we lift one another up? How can we edify one another? 
How can we minister grace? You know what that is? You know what grace is? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Saved a wretch like me. What does that mean? It means God not only extended me mercy and forgiveness, but He gave me favor. He calls me His Son, and I don't deserve to be in His family. I didn't earn that right. But He gives me grace. And God says, you show grace. Speak words that minister grace. This world says, well, you've got to earn the respect from me. God says, treat people with respect because I love them. And show them grace that they don't deserve. Amen. Edify. Build up. Minister. You've got to take some time prayerfully and say, put that kind of heart of a servant in me. What are we talking about? We're talking about the fight, the battle. Because the enemy is going to try to destroy this. The enemy is going to try to break it apart. Cause us to... to, to... I've heard preachers... Well, I'll tell you, I heard Brother Saylor talk about it. Talk about people being so full of suspicion. Calling it a gift to God. Calling it discernment. I remember him saying, there's no such thing as discern, there's no gift of discernment, discerning of spirits. But what he was seeing is discernment. He was saying, oh, I'm discerning something. No, it was just suspicion. Just suspicion. I feel something in them. I feel something. You know what? If God put a feeling in you, it's to help you minister. Not to gossip, not to tear down, not to feel paranoid about what kind of spirits are on people. Uh uh-uh. uh. To minister. To help somebody. To bless and to edify them. The enemy wants to tear up this good good uh, unity in prayer. Amen. Where you don't trust anybody. Listen to me. Trust God. And let God deal with His children. Who are you to judge another man's servant? I didn't expect a whole lot of this, but I'm going to tell you this unity that's going to bring miracles. I've heard about some of the great moves of God and people that I've talked to have seen powerful miracles. It happens when people agree together. It happens when there is unity. And the enemy's going to fight that. You watch out. I want to see a miracle. You want to see a miracle. We better, we better love one another and bind together in prayer and not let the devil destroy that. Great miracles can happen. The devil will flee. That doesn't mean everybody on the team is always perfect. You're not. I'm not. But I love you, and I want to help you do better, and I hope you help me do better. We've got to lift one another up, edify one another. We've got to be on the guard because of what the enemy's trying to do. Because of what God is doing. Amen. That we can let God work in a greater measure. We are getting fought, so we need to have... We want to see those miracles. It doesn't just happen because we wish it. Because we don't want to go through hard times. It happens when we let God teach us how to fight and win. John 3, we know verse 16. You can turn to it. We know for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. Because the world was already condemned. Go on and read it. The world was already condemned. Jesus didn't... Do you realize this? Almighty God robed Himself in flesh. Didn't come to condemn the world. We were already condemned. What a waste of time that would have been. Right? The world's condemned. So He come down and tell them how... No. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's our job here today. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be difficulties. Not everybody's got it together. Work for it. Labor for it. To build it up. Use everything you've got. Your words, your, your, your strength, your finances, whatever it takes to be a blessing to see somebody saved. Work hard. You know, Jesus was condemned. People, he said, you're a friend of people that are wrong. They're sinners. What are you, pro-sinner? Pro-sin? That's as foolish as condemning a hospital for being pro-sickness. Amen? Don't stand around talking about how wrong people... Get in there and be a blessing. Bring the glory down and pray like like a warrior. When it's the hardest, that's when you're needed the most. When things are the most difficult and you feel like you're just just carrying bags of cement on your back, that's when when you step in and say, devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're not going to stop me. I'm going to love God. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to cast down every foolish imagination you try to put in my mind. This is how Christians win. We don't allow it to just fill our minds so we're spewing it out and dumping it on other people. No, no, no. We're building up. We're edifying. We're ministering grace. The hospital isn't wasting time talking about how sick people are. They're getting busy helping people get better. That's the church. You read it in Matthew, the seventh chapter, the kind of judgment you judge, the kind of measure you measure out. King James uses the word meat. It just means to dish it out, to measure with it. That's the same kind of measure you're going to be measured with. You stand before God one day and say, well, when it was difficult, God said it's going to be difficult. That same kind of judgment. Don't, don't allow the enemy to break up what God is doing. Get behind it. Support it. Build it up. When you see failure, realize you'll see it in the mirror. You'll see weakness. You'll see trouble. But that's the time you need help. Get busy loving people. This is part of what we're talking about when the going gets tough. Because it seems like just like the story of the prodigal son. Or not the prodigal son, rather, but the good Samaritan. It was the priest, it was the Levite that was so godly that they said, oh, that's unclean. Look at all the problems there and kept walking by. We, we all need help because we're, we're weak. And we've all been recipients of God's help and God's mercy. And thank God that's why any of us are still here. Because God had mercy on us when we stumbled and we fell. Thank God for 
the kind of help that will take us to where we need to be. When the going gets tough, a lot of times it's going to happen right here amongst us. Sometimes it's misunderstanding. Sometimes it's mistakes. God's church is going to make it. God's going to get us through. But I want to be a part of what builds and strengthens and wins battles. Because there's no time. There's no time to let the devil have victory by tearing down and beating up one another. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Sometimes, many times, often, the the battle, the pressure you're under reveals just how deep your walk really is. Problems that we face, difficulties that hurt, battles in our families, battles in our health, battles in our church. It's not uncommon. It's not. But when the going gets tough, it's time for soldiers. It's time for God's army to rise up with purpose. Not to turn fire on one another. That's not God's will. But to pray. Pray for one another. Strengthen. Build up one another. Help us, God. The devil's going to fight. He is fighting. We heard testimonies. God's got victory for us. Come on, let's find a place to pray.
deeper than ever before. In Jesus' name.